Goedenis, greetings, gesiende Christus feest vir u. I greet you, especially you, my friend. Welkom weer eens by die watergat. Ek is Peter Woon, en ons gaan weer een gouwe uur saamkeier. Langs die verfrissende, levende waters van Godse woord. This Christmas season, the Bible describes Jesus as the Prince of Peace. He is also the peace of Jerusalem that we are told to pray for. But more than that, He is Jesus, my peace, my shalom. Before we dig into the Word today and get into today's topic, let's just open in prayer. Our Father, we thank you for Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Unto us a child is born, but a son is given. Thank you for this man-God, God-man, fully man, fully God. Help us to understand a little today of Jesus, my peace. He personally is my peace. Come Holy Spirit and help us now. Open our understanding to this truth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Chalivtus, talk number one today. Jesus, my peace. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. I want us to see from Scripture how Jesus as my peace, as your peace, your freedom, enriches every level of our Christian life. In the Bible, peace is defined as wholeness and well-being in every area of life, in all areas of life, heel gemaak en gaan goed, in all areas of life. Now Jesus, as far as I can see, Jesus is my peace, in at least 11 ways. Are we going to touch on all of them in this message? So let's dive in. Ek hoop jy het Bijbel en a pen en a sikkie papier dalk. Maak a bykie notas, man. Number one, Jesus is my peace in his own lovely person. Ephesians 2.14 For he himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Now, in the Hebrew language, peace is shalom. He himself is our peace. With the emphasis on vihayus, on his being. He has worked peace between God and man. And in the Bible times, between Jew and non-Jew. 
Now this is new to us. Peace between God and man and man and man. In the Old Testament, the separation between Jew and Gentile was made by God himself. There he gave the law as the barrier of the dividing wall, or the middle wall of separation. The law was like a sort of fence. Within that fence, God stood in connection with his people Israel, a relation that was laid down in many commandments and ordinances. And that fence served as a division between Israel and all the surrounding nations, the Choyim, the Gentiles, that did not have this law. So, apart from a distinction in position, there was also enmity. This enemy was also the result of commandments and ordinances. And you can read Acts 21 from verse 27. There's a bit of a story there for you. Acts 21 from verse 27. The Gentile, the non-Jew, was separated from that in which the Jew boasted. Romans 2 verse 23. In the Old Testament, the Jew was almost forced to tolerate the non-Jews. Now we can think in terms of races in our own country. Do we just tolerate do we tolerate or do we fully accept? In this situation that we read, a radical change happened. First, the law as the middle wall was broken down or dissolved, disempowered. God did it. The veil in the temple, in the tent, was torn from heaven down to earth. It was a God move, not a man move upwards. God did it downwards. Number two, he is my peace in my program of Bible, Bible reading. Psalm 119 verse 165. Great peace have those who love your law. Nothing can make them stumble. Great peace. Loving the word of God results in great peace. And that in a world that is full of discontent and temptation. That peace is the peace of God. Whoever knows this peace will find that the Lord keeps his heart and his thoughts. Philipp Philippians 4.7 He is carried by the Lord through his grace and his angels, so that he does not strike his foot against a stone and stumble. Matthew 4 verse 6. This is how Jesus lived his life on earth without stumbling. By this peace. Proverbs 3 verse 1. My son, do not forget my teaching and let your heart keep my commandments. For the length of days 
and years of life and peace they will add to you. The promise of a long life and peace will be fully fulfilled in the future. Fully. Life and peace will be enjoyed to their fullness and length in the millennial kingdom of peace. That 1,000 year reign once Jesus has returned. God fulfills all his promises, but not always here and now. But we continue to believe and live in the faith that the promises will be fulfilled. Isaiah 48 verse 17 Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you in the way you should go. Oh, that you had paid attention to my commandments. Then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. God is so eager to give peace to his people and well-being that flows like a river. Well-being or peace and true prospering depends on a repentant heart and faith that accepts and obeys the word of God. Jesus is my peace in a sound thought life. Romans 8 verse 5 For they who are according to the flesh mind the things of the flesh, but they who are according to the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The way you think makes it clear what is guiding you. The real and true life that you have received becomes visible by the way you live. Despite the battles you have to fight now and then, you will have other things on your mind. Before you used to think fleshly thoughts, you were self-centered. Now you have a different outlook on the things around you. Now you know God and you know Christ. There is peace in your heart because you have peace with God. Romans 1, Romans 5, verse 1. Kom ons luister eers, bykie musiek, en dan praat ons verder. Welkom terug, jy is nog steeds ingeskakel, hier by die watergat, op Unlock Radio. Ek is Peter Woon, en vandag gesels ons, oor Jesus my vrede. Isaiah 26.3 You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is fixed on you, because he trusts in you. And Jeremiah 29.11 For I know the purposes, which I am purposing for you, says Jehovah. Purposes of peace, and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Ek lees graag number 6, vanaf vers 22. Die Heere het met Mooses gesprek en gesê, spreek met Aaron en sy seens, en sê, so met jylle die volk Israel seen. Jy moet vir hulle sê, die Heere sal jylle seen, en jylle bewaar. 
die Heere sal sy aangezicht oor jou laat skyn en jou genadig wees. Die Heere sal sy aangezicht oor jou verhef en aan jou vrede gee. Jy sien vrede, een bybelse groet van hallo of tot ziens. Daai nie net die afwezigheid van konflik aan nie, maar daai op veiligheid, heelheid, volledigheid en welstand op alle verhoudings van die lewe. Dit is Godse Seen vir sy mense as een geskenk van hom, van Jezus en van die Heilige Gees. Die Seen plaas die mense onder die beskerming, die genade en die vrede van die Heere. Ons kan die seninge met die drie goddelike persoene verbind. Lees 2 Korintiërs 13 vanaf vers 14. Die seen en beskerming van die Vader, die genade van die Heere Jesus en die innerlijke vrede, the fellowship, dier die gees. Die Heere seen jou, Godse Seen word toegewens vir alle sfere van ons leven. Vrugbaarheid, vermedering, bovenal in die geestelike leven. En jou bewaar, beskerming teen gevare en achteruitgaan om die goeie te ontvang. Die Heere laat sy aangezicht oor jou laat skyn. Ons het die licht van sy aangezicht nodig om ons battles te win. In jou, en jou genadig wees, betoon van gins, barmhartigheid, goedheid. Die Heere, sy aangezig oor jou verhef, dier ons liefde te laat voel, dat onze plezier vir hom is. En laastens, en jou vrede gee, shalom, nie net afwezigheid van oorlog nie, maar welvaart, gerechtigheid en welzijn. Vrede is verkondig by die geboorte van Christus en bereik dier sy kruis. Ons ontvang vrede wanneer ons gerechtverdig word dier geloof en een hechte verbouding, verhouding met God ontwikkel. Een vrede wat die godeloosis nie ervaar nie. Jesaja 48, 22 Christene het een speciale verantwoordelikheid om in vrede en harmonie met ander te leef. Eendag, wanneer Jesus Christus terugkeer, sal daar volmaakte vrede wees. Kom ons luister bykie muziek, dan praat ons verder. Welkom terug. Welcome back to the Watering Hole. I'm Peter Warren and we are talking today about Jesus being our peace, our shalom. He is our peace in the local gathering of believers van ons as geloofiges by mekaar kom. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 33 For God is not characterized by disorder but by peace as in all the churches of the saints. God is the God of peace, and this peace ought to be noticeable in all churches, 
In this way, the meetings of believers will be a resting place, an oasa in the midst of a restless world. Romans 15:33. And now may the God who gives us his peace and wholeness be with you all. Paul speaking about prayer, real prayer that is a spiritual fight. We need to fight so the service of the servants will be successful and the work of the Lord will go on. In this way, we can help. You can help. The Lord's servants need prayer to be able to do their service with gladness and to be refreshed by other believers. Now the God of peace is ready to give you inner peace and to help you in the fight you have to fight in so many areas of life. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 11 Finally, brothers, rejoice. Aim for restoration, comfort one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Where there is peace, there is harmony. Peace is an atmosphere in which people feel well. Therefore, God is called the God of love and peace. Love is mentioned first because God is love. Out of love comes all that is good. This God will be with us when we obey these words of encouragement. Number five, He is our peace when we aim to live in a righteous way. Galatians 5 verse 22 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, and so on. In Galatians 5, 19, we read about the works of the flesh, mirfot. In Galatians 5, 22, Paul mentions the fruit, this infodig, in fruit, enkelfot, of the spirit. If you think of the works of the flesh, you see those more as a result of what a man does. But the fruit of the Spirit, you think of an inner attitude. It is a fruit not formed by ourselves, but by the Holy Spirit changing us from the inside out. Number six, Jesus, my peace in promoting spiritual unity. Ephesians 4 verse 1. As a prisoner of the Lord, I beg you to live in a way that is worthy of the people God has chosen to be His own. Always be humble and gentle. Patiently put up with each other and love each other. Try your best. Make every effort to let God's Spirit keep your hearts united. Do this by living at peace. Colossians 3 verse 15 Each one of you is part of the body of Christ and you were chosen to live together in peace. So, let the peace that comes from Christ control your thoughts 
and be grateful. Ephesians 2 from verse 17. Christ came and preached peace to you Gentiles who were far from God and peace to us Jews who were near God. And because of Christ, all of us can come to the Father by the same Spirit. The emphasis here is not on personal peace which you can experience when you walk with the Lord. It is about the peace that determines your attitude and your goodwill in dealing with other people. It's all about the one body. You will not do anything that disturbs disturbs this peace because you have been changed in your heart by your faith in Jesus Christ. Number seven, Jesus is my peace in my social relationships. James 3 verse 18. When peacemakers plant seeds of peace, they will harvest justice. Note here, peacemakers plant seeds of peace. Romans 14 from verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of rules about food and drink, but it is in the realm of the Holy Spirit, filled with righteousness, peace and joy. Serving the Anointed One by walking in these kingdom realities pleases God and earns the respect of others. So then, make it your top priority to live a life of peace with harmony in your relationships, eagerly seeking to strengthen and encourage one another. 1 Timothy 2 verse 2 Pray for kings and others in power so that we may live quiet and peaceful lives as we worship and honor God. Matthew 5 verse 9 God blesses those people who make peace. They will be called His children. Blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the children of God. Remember, peacemakers sow seeds of peace. Don't just be a peacekeeper like a doormat. Sometimes you have to confront stuff to bring peace. You have to sow seeds of peace. Like me, confronting my overweight and now going to gym and learning to eat properly. Confrontation isn't always a bad thing. Confrontation is sometimes a very good thing. Number eight, Jesus is my peace in my personal needs. Philippians from verse six. Don't worry about anything. Sure, say that again. Do not worry about anything, but pray about everything. With thankful hearts, offer up your prayers and requests to God. Thankfulness first precedes the breakthrough of God. Then, because you belong to Christ Jesus, God will bless you with peace that no one can completely understand. 
And this peace will control the way you think and feel. Now this great assurance gives us courage for now and for the future. So we need not be anxious for anything. Matthew 6.25 God knows we are quick to be anxious. Especially when we see the circumstances but do not include Him in them. That's when things go wrong. Be anxious for nothing means be anxious for nothing. It means we can hand over everything. You do not need to carry anything by yourself. There is no limit. For God, everything really means everything. And there is not a thing that you cannot place before Him. Wow, what a relief that is. There is nothing that I cannot give to Him and say, Here, help us, I believe. Here is the great for me. Here is the moeilijk for me. Here is the fuel for me. I get it over. Ons gaan nou voort met nog muziek en dan gaan ons verder gesels. Welkom terug by die watergaard. Ek is Peter Warren en hy is vandag ingeskakel op Unlock Radio where the truth will set you free. We are talking today about Jesus himself being our peace. Number nine is my peace in my Christian commitment. Mark 9.50 Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with each other. Now what betekent dit? Well, fire and salt are used for refining and preserving. Now, both of them apply to believers and non-believers. The unbelievers are salted one day before the great white throne. That is to say, they will be judged with a righteous, irrevocable, and eternal judgment. Irrevocable. Cannot be overturned. In the case of believers, it is already happening on earth and will soon be happening in full before the judgment seat of Christ. That's that refining fire that I've been speaking about. For believers, salt is the power of sanctifying grace that binds the heart of to God and preserves the inner from evil. When we have salt in ourselves, that is to say, when we live in self-judgment, it will not be difficult to be at peace with one another. We need to keep short accounts with sin we need to watch ourselves, how we act. Salt is the sealing of a covenant, the seal van a verbond. 
Living at peace with one another means to do this by respecting the covenant Christ sealed between himself, ourselves, and all other believers. Number 10. Jesus is my peace in my own experience of life. John 14.27 I give you peace, the kind of peace that only I can give. It isn't like the peace that this world can give. So don't be worried or afraid. John 16 verse 33 I have told you this so that you might have peace in your hearts because of me. While you are in the world, you will have to suffer. But cheer up, I have defeated the world. You see, when saying this, Jesus knows that his disciples may all leave him. He knows also that he is not alone after all, but that the Father is with him. This marks his peace, and at the same time, it is the peace he wishes for them. And so, it is the peace for you and for me. No matter who turns against you, the Father is with you. So instead of reproach, he has words of peace in his wonderful grace for his disciples. In spite of their failure, that will soon be apparent when they run away. He has their peace in mind. That is why he has spoken to them. They will find that peace in him if they keep his words in mind. And so will we. But as for the world, he gives them good courage. He has conquered the world for them. This means... They don't have to fear the world with all its threats and its horrors. By believing in him, they can be sure that the world has been overcome for them. By believing in him, you will have that peace that things are going to be okay. Gaan jy dier die storm? Ja, natuurlijk. Maar jy gaan dier. Somebody once said to me, Man, we muddle through our problems, but we muddle through. 1 John 5 verse 4 Every child of God can defeat the world, and our faith is what gives us this victory. No one can defeat the world without having faith in Jesus as the Son of God. When we unconditionally accept him as Savior, he becomes our peace and promises to share with us that actual, divine, supernatural peace that he knows in his Father. You can be in the biggest storm ever, but you will have peace that guards your heart and your mind, your thoughts and how you feel. Number 11, he is our peace in our sweet Christian togetherness. Our oneness, we are stronger together. Ephesians 2 verse 14, 
Our reconciling peace is Jesus. He has made Jew and non-Jew one in Christ. By dying as our sacrifice, He has broken down every wall of prejudice that separated us and has now made us equal through our union with Christ. Ethnic or racial hatred has been dissolved by the crucifixion of his precious body on the cross. The legal code that stood condemning every one of us has now been repealed by his command. His triune essence has made peace between us by starting over, forming one new race of humanity, Jews and non-Jews fused together. Two have now become one, and we live restored to God and reconciled in the body of Christ. Through his crucifixion, hatred died. The New Testament idea of Jesus, my peace, my shalom, my yilmaken, literally means the joiner. Jesus, my joiner. He has joined all believers together, no matter what creed or color or tribe or language or background or history. No, he has made them one. And in that way, he has made peace. This means that we as believers together form an inseparable unity. We are united with each other as the members of a body are united with each other. This must surely be our greatest truth for our nation for today. In Christ, racial separation and hatred died. We are one in Christ, cannot be separated. May Almighty God truly make this a reality in our nation of South Africa. Do you agree? As you come to pray now, I encourage you, let's respond today. Honestly in your heart, call out to God and invite Him to come and help you. He will. He will reach out and meet you where you're at. But you need to let Him in. You need to let Him in. In which one of these areas do you not have peace? Hey? I hope you made some notes. You need to revisit what I'm saying. I put in much time into these messages to prepare them for you. You need to invite God in. You need to listen to what He says to you, every single word. And you need to obey Him wholeheartedly. Do you believe that by praying with me today, your life can begin to change? I want to tell you, I believe. So let's join our faith together today. May Biki and Yo Biki. And together, we are stronger. Make a life-changing decision there where you are today. 
Every time I make a message, I call you to make another life-changing decision. Life is all about decisions. And one decision will change your life. Make one today, right now. You can't change the past, but start where you are and change the future. Invite the Lord into your circumstances, into your lack of peace, into your whatever. Ask Him to help you. Ask Him to come and make real to you. Jesus, your peace, your shalom, your helmarking, your joiner. If you're still having problems with other races, Buti, as believers, they are in the same covenant with Jesus as you and me. We cannot continue like that. Ask for help. I'm going to. I'm very disappointed in our nation at the moment. But God is greater than any disappointment I feel. I'm going to ask for help today too. I remind you, more than anything, thank Him for what He is going to do in answer to your prayer today. I remind you as I always do, God never designed for you to be destroyed, to be thrown away, to be written off as a bad job. No, you are precious to him. Come on. You were designed for an overcoming life of victory, of joy, of peace. But as dinge wat jy moet oorwin in Baas Raak, make those decisions today. Kom ons luister ou laas muziek, En dan gaan ons bid. Holy Spirit, as we come to a time of prayer now, I ask in the name of Jesus, will you please come and help us to pray. Help us to pray today. Show us what we need to deal with. Help us to identify the life-changing decisions we need to make. And give us the strength we need to apply those decisions in our lives. Now my friend, you may have sat here and listened to this message of Jesus, my peace. And you might not understand much of this. You might not know him as your peace. But today, there where you are, dalk voel jy in jou hart, jou leven is nie recht met die Heere, maar jy wil recht maak. You can start that process today. Dit is a process, maar het begin vandag as jy wil. You'll have to talk to Jesus. Here is a heart sock, so there's no formula for this. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but you can say things to Jesus, like 
Jesus, I believe you died for my sins and my wrongdoings. I believe you rose from the dead and that you're coming to fetch your bride. I want to be part of your bride. And so, I believe you, Jesus, that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose from the dead and that you are coming again. I ask you to come into my life as my Savior, as my King, as my Redding, as my Saligmaker, as my Lord. I ask you to forgive me all my wrongdoings. Forgive me for how I reacted to all of life's knocks. Lord, forgive me as I forgive those who spoke against me and did all kinds of wrong things to me. I release them from what they said and did. I leave them in your hands. Here, work But as for me, heal my heart from what they have said and done. Make me whole, Jesus. And restore to me the identity and the destiny that you have always had for me. I pray now, by faith, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I invite you into my life. By faith, I receive my salvation, my cleansing, my adoption into the family of God as a child of God. Thank you, Father God. Today is my birthday in the Spirit, my spiritual birthday. This day I am now born again by the Spirit of God, a new creation. It is now no longer the old me that will live, but the new life in Christ, the new me in Christ. Lift off my heavy burdens now, and fill me with your joy, I pray. Holy Spirit, please touch him now. Touch her now as she prays. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Papa. We can now call you Papa. Thank you, Father. And now for all of us. Jesus, our peace in so many ways. Oh, Lord. In what area do you need to respond, my friend? He himself is your peace. He is your peace from the love of his word. Do you need a love for his word? Ask him for one. Do you need to think right? Are you still suffering from self-centered thinking? Ask him to deliver you from that. Yeah, amen, amen. Do you struggle to see us all as believers, as family? Are you still struggling with racial division? Are you still at Blood River? Are you still in the concentration camps? 
of the Boer War? Are you still at Sharpeville? Are you still in the years of apartheid? Are you still at Chris Harney and Steve Biku and all the others? If you live in the past, there is no future. Are you ready to let go? Ask for help today. Come on, spit. Lord, we all need your help today. We are a nation that does not have your peace. We ask that we may be filled individually with your peace that will overflow, that we may be shining lights of peace, beacons of hope, that we may build bridges to all of those around us. We ask that you impart to us now what we need and you change us from the inside out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Ase, flight, flight, mysterious eight. Vierens, thank you for the care by the water gat. Until we meet again at the watering hole, mag die Heere jylle reiklik sien, mag hy jou reiklik sien. May he strengthen you and enrich you. I bless you now. I bless you. Die Heere jylle sien en jylle bewaar. Die Heere sy aangezig oor jou laat skyn en jou genadig wees. Die Heere sy aangezig oor jou verhef en aan jou vrede gee. In Jesus wonderlijke naam. Amen, amen en amen. And so now remember the last chapter of your life is in your hands. You are the author. Write it in Jesus' name. Bless you.